Hi everybody, this is Gad Saad. Uh, earlier today I shared a few clips of uh, folks doing some rather criminal and reprehensible things. In one case, I shared a clip of a bunch of people uh, going completely wild and violent because they were asked to pay uh, for extra sauce uh, at a, you know, a fast food place. And they were taping it, and everybody was having fun as they, you know, I guess, attacked the uh, the server and totally trashed the place. And, of course, there would be no repercussions for those behaviors. In another case, a woman uh, went completely ballistic and violently attacked the, uh, the lady uh, manning the uh, taco stand uh, because her food was going to take a while. And, again, it's all on tape. And what ends up happening, of course, is that you know, civility and civilization dies with one uh, unpunished violation of uh, proper behavior, right? Uh, if we tolerate theft that is under $950, as is the case in many places in California, well, you know, if you steal $930, that's okay. If you steal 951 then we'll punish you. Again, as I've explained before, deontological principles are those that are universal statement, the absolute. You cannot steal, you cannot attack someone, yeah, right? So there is a set of foundational values that defines what constitutes uh, a free and enlightened society. And if any of those foundational values are tinkered with, then you start having fissures uh, on the, you know, the ability of the uh, society to function properly. And you see that everywhere, right, where all of these deontological principles are being violated uh, by ideologues, right? So you shouldn't punish crime because we need to get to the root cause of why a criminal did what he did. You shouldn't punish crime because if the person who committed the crime is a noble person of color, then, you know, you, there should be reparate. That was just a form of reparation for them. And on and on and on. I mean, that's the whole point of the parasitic mind, whereby I'm arguing that when there are a set of idea pathogens that uh, attack the fundamentals of what made the West great, then you end up eventually with anarchy, with chaos, with lawlessness. And so I want to link that to something that happened yesterday. Uh, so... Someone said to me, hey, there's there's some trash talking going on of your of yours. And, you know, I'm on vacation. I'm having fun. I'm at the beach. Life is good. Thank, thank Darwin. Thank the cosmos. And so I said, okay, let me go see what this is all about. I tried to briefly engage, but then I thought it was rather futile. I moved on. But it really speaks to the lack of civility. So a young uh, academic by the name of Kevin Bird at the bird maniac uh, posted something which then led to all kinds of additional insults and attacks and so on. In a very tight camp, Gad is still one of the dumbest people you could imagine. Now this is, I don't know if he's a PhD student or he just recently finished his PhD. I'm sure that he's doing good work. You know, probably you can, you can critique me for many things. Maybe I'm too good looking. Maybe I'm too charming. Maybe those are false. Probably one of the dumbest people around is, is not a very good critique to, to levy at me. Certainly, there are ways by which we can adjudicate whether that statement is right or wrong. But then, so I kind of responded in my, you know, flippant way, uh, 
and then moved on, went to the beach and so on. Okay, then this other guy comes in. Uh, his name, his handle is Dr. Verstinen. So you know that if he's got doctor, then he must be someone serious. At T-D-V-E-R-S-T-Y-N-E-N. He says, 75 papers in the field, in reference to me having said that I have 75 scientific papers published in the area, 75 papers in the field you entirely made up, which lacks the fundamental rigor of science and whose theories have never passed a Popperian severe test. Okay, <laughs> you know, uh, the papers that I publish have been in many, many different fields. So I've published papers in sequential decision-making, cognitive psychology, in political behavior, in studying the evolutionary roots of obsessive-compulsive disorder, uh, disorder, suicide, Munchausen syndrome by proxy, papers in marketing, papers in bibliometrics, people in papers in evolutionary theory, papers on gift-giving, papers on testosterone and its effects in conspicuous consumption, papers on the menstrual cycle and how it affects women's food behaviors and uh, beautification practices and on and on and on. Now, a serious person would say, oh, you know, in, in paper X, I thought that the way you designed the experiment was suboptimal, and then we can discuss it. But this person says, every single thing that I've ever published is all made up, right? And of course, the papers that I've published have been published peer-reviewed journals. Many of the peer-reviewed journals have been very prestigious, rejection rates of, you know, uh, 90, 95%. Uh, I won't mention all the accolades of, you know, my career, but, you know, it's really amazing that a fellow academic, and I went to check him out. He's at Carnegie Mellon. He seems like a very serious scientist. I'm sure he's doing great work. What would compel someone to attack someone else, another academic, an academic who's been a professor for 30 years, and again, as academics go, I rate pretty highly on that pyramid. Uh, and if we then add sort of the public influence of my work, then modesty does not permit me to say where I would rank compared to these folks. But yet, again, think about the lack of civility. Now, when I use terms like, for example, in the first gentleman, I, I call them castrato, it's always in response to being attacked in this way, right? It's I would never engage a fellow academic to critique their work and say they're the dumbest thing ever and all this kind of stuff. But when I am insulted, then I will attack oftentimes in kind only because you have exhibited no lack of civility, decorum, or even a complete delusional hatred that, that is completely unrelated to reality. And so I will come back at you, usually with a twinkle in my eyes, I'm having fun, you know, it doesn't matter. But... The reason why I'm pointing these guys, I, of course, they're going to take this as, you know, they, they won and, you know, I've been, I've been uh, obsessed with them for the past day. No, because I'm mentioning them because in the exact same way that those folks were, uh, you know, attacking the server and throwing stuff at them because they're asked to pay for the extra sauce. It's a lack of decorum. It's a lack of civility, right? It's, it's a sense of no shame. What do you mean I'm going to pay for sauce? I'm going to beat the hell out of you. So these people, for whatever reason, don't like me. Okay? Who knows? Maybe 
you know, there's a million reasons why they don't like me. So rather than say, you know, let me take a single paper, a single analysis, a single thing and, and discuss it with you nicely. Hey, maybe you'll come on my show. No, I'm the dumbest person in any room. My entire career has been uh, a, a failed, right? I mean, it's just, it's insane. It, it's not how people that have a moral compass, a sense of shame would act, right? So, but again, what this speaks to is that my existence, the way that the positions that I take are fundamentally injurious to their, to their ideology. So, for example, the first gentleman, Kevin Bird at the Bird Maniac, is supposedly a, I don't know, he's a He's a plant scientist, so you would think he's well-versed in evolutionary theory. Okay, that's wonderful. He's got pronouns in his name, right? He is a socialist and a radical scientist. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means to be a radical scientist. People who follow the scientific method are scientists, period. People who don't follow the scientific method are not scientists. So I'm not sure what radical scientist is. I don't know what a believer in socialism how that fits within uh, understanding human nature. E.O. Wilson said regarding socialism, great idea, wrong species. So this gentleman who's attacking me, he's, he's a young guy, right? So imagine a young guy like this attacking someone in my position. He is so emboldened, he is so assured in his ecosystem that he feels totally fine attacking someone while he has, as a evolutionary person, he, him, and as his pronouns. And then he accused me, of course, I hate transgender people and so on and so forth. And the other guy who's more senior must hate me for similar reasons. Everything that I've published, everything that I've written, all the years of hard work. And again, I won't bring out my pedigree. I won't say, oh, you're a professor of marketing. What do you know about evolutionary theory? It's it's unbelievable to think like that, right? It's 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 so childish. It's it's so immature. It's so uh, uncouth, so gauche, right? These are professors. A few days ago, well, at least the second one is a professor. A few days ago, there was an article written by a gentleman at UCLA, an anthropology professor, tenured professor, who said that he's leaving academia. He could no longer handle it. So imagine if I were an assistant professor going up for tenure and this gentleman, Dr. Verstinen, were on my committee. What chances would I have, right? This is what's happening in academia. There is a complete loss of a commitment to proper discourse. This gentleman, the second one, could have said, hey, I'd love to come on your show to discuss uh, your paper on the effects of the menstrual cycle. And, what, did, what do you mean, by the way, it fails Popperian test? I've been teach, I was teaching Popper when you were in diapers. Okay? There is a hypothesis that is empirically falsifiable, and then we go through the process by which we collect data and then run the inferential statistics, and then the hypothesis is either there's evidence for it or against it. That's why it, I have 30 years of publications. That's why when I walk down the street, thousands of people stop me and why you will toil in obscurity because I actually do things that matter both in science and 
in public policy and in public discourse. But my point here is not to be arrogant. It's to say every single time there is a violation of the fundamentals, the deontological principles by which a university is run, discourse between people is carried out, transactions in a fast food store are carried out, each time there are violations of those deontological principles, civilized society dies one inch at a time. And again, don't get me wrong, I can sling mud at people on Twitter, but I, I do it always as a response to someone, right? When I am trying to engage someone seriously about matters issued, you know, of, of, of import, I will never engage the way these two gentlemen did, okay? By the way, one of the gentlemen changed his the first one. This is a guy who just got a PhD, who apparently has published papers in Nature and Science. Changed his profile handle to "God Sad Loves His Own Farts" or something like that. This is an adult. This is a person who is young enough to be my son. This is how he thinks it's appropriate to interact. And by the way, if they watch this clip again. It will only embolden them. Oh, look, Gat Sad on vacation took out a his time to write. We really got to him. He's unhinged. Nothing could be further from the truth. My 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 wife and kids went to the pool. I will be joining them shortly. But I thought, you know, I want to link what happened with these two imbeciles yesterday with what's what happened with those clips that I shared of complete chaos. Every single interaction in civilized society either supports the, the fundamentals that allow us to live as civilized individuals or, you know, uh, exacerbates the problem. And so these two imbeciles, unfortunately, are not helping out. There you have it, folks. Uh, what can you do? That's life. Uh, hope that you're all having a fantastic day. I uh, wish you a, a great time. Remember, always as a default value, be kind. But when people come after you, remove those gloves and go after them. Cheers.